Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Joining us to kick off our uh, our work week, we've got uh, Helena's new city manager, Rachel Harlow Schalk, in the studio. Thanks so much for taking time today. Morning. Thanks We've got, uh, you, you got your coffee, so you're ready to go. Yeah, it's tea. I, a li- I'm, <laughs> <Is> <laughs> I'll be ca- honest, I'm not a good ta- coffee drinker. Is it caffeinated tea, though? Oh, for sure. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's just colored water. Oh, no, no, What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Um, you've been uh, you've been on the job now for a handful of weeks. Yep, one month. I just finished my first month. Yeah, yeah. so is settling in a, a, yes. a little bit? Uh, yes, the, the, yeah, the team is great. The commission's terrific. The citizens have been welcoming and... Uh, the snow is, like I said earlier, the snow has been fantastic. Yeah, you're a fan of every- the early season snow. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry to those of you who may hate it, but I'm, I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's been it was nice to just almost jump in it because I'm, it's just so rare from where I was coming. So this is nice. It, it, so it's rare because you're in Colorado. I am. I am. It's where, where in Colorado is snow rare? In the front range, really. Okay. We're in a drought in Colorado. So uh, a lot of the mountain communities would see, uh, but it's the arid. It's arid. Sure. Technically arid west. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, officially, yeah. so we're, we're semi-arid, I guess, <laughs> is, is where we are. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought Colorado, no snow. Yeah, we had the really substantial snowfall last Thanksgiving, and then uh, then it just kind of dries out. So. I've enjoyed having, well, you picked a having good year, your then. Yes, yeah, having your snow. Yeah, we've got a lengthy off and on winter apparently in store, but yeah. it's certainly a different time to take a job in really yes. in any leadership position, I guess, with any company, but sure. certainly in a city government. Yeah. This is a different time to to do that. There are no classes in school about this. No. No, the <laughs> no they're not the uh, 17 years ago I decided I wanted to change from being a kind of a tech doll, technical expert into city management and about uh seven years ago i kind of let that go and then covid gave me an opportunity to rethink like you know is this really what i want to be mm-hmm. do i really want to go go back to that that goal which was city management and sure enough that's how i landed here okay well Just can you tell us a, a little bit about yourself sure. uh, let folks know who who is rachel harlow Schultz. sure sure so uh well i'm an exer uh no <laughs> no i i came uh, from colorado but my my mother and a lot of my family um are in montana my father's from virginia my parents met in the military and then had a couple kids and then they stayed in colorado just to raise us but um i am a colorado raised but montana loving gal who would come here in the summertime and uh i chose my path as a really as a result of Montana. Um, when you visit, you, you you know what you're looking when you're looking at it, um, mm-hmm. what you might be interested in, <laughs> and and uh, so I went into uh, it was called hazardous waste management, and uh, for my undergrad at the time there yeah. wasn't. You're trying to figure out what to do with all that water out yeah, there. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was interested in how to you know I could drink the water in my grandmother's tap. Yeah. So, oops, apologies. Now you, the city wants to know something. So yeah, well, the, the, the rule, you, your phone goes off on the show. You owe everybody donuts. Oh, nobody's do ever I, followed I, through with right, that. I'll but come back then with donuts. <laughs> but the uh, the movement into management was city management was because I was really interested in how, it, no matter the work I did technically, there was still someone else who could be influencing how things ultimately played mm-hmm. out. And so the city manager and the, the 
commission kind of role was something uh, I'm working for a commission in a city was something I was really wanting to do. So 17 years ago, I trekked up here to meet uh, the then Kalispell city manager and ask him, hey, how, how can I transition from being technical expert and become a manager here in, in Montana? Mm-hmm. And uh, 17 years later, here I am. Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it back. Rachel Harlow-Schulke yes. is our guest on Coffee Break uh, this morning. She's uh, Helena's new city manager, new worst. I don't know when you get rid of the new title. How long do you have to be? I, I You know, I, it gives you a little pass for asking bad questions yeah. and dumb questions. But <laughs> So I hope for a little while because I, I keep asking a lot of questions. Maybe two months. <laughs> I think you get another month oh, to, be, you. Okay. to be new. And like well, You came from Colorado, but you were yeah. in the state government. I was. Uh, there. Yeah. Um, and you touched on it, but but why the change once you got state? So, I mean, was it really that you just didn't like the state government level, or is it more city government level? Certainly, you're more hands on, and you can actually apply something. Right. So yeah, at the at the state level, Montana and Colorado, and many of the states are all very different in the way their state governments are mm-hmm. managed. In Colorado, the department I was in, I actually was never really interested in state government because I liked local. Local is where where the people really get to know their government yeah. they're your neighbors and they're and so your weirdly you family. were you were in local government in state government right like correct so yeah the local affairs was that's our job we would go around the state mostly focused on rural governments local governments smaller fifty thousand or smaller who had uh, capacity problems needed more financial assistance had uh by way no staff most of the time in small rural communities, those are communities that have volunteers who mm-hmm. are doing uh, doing the work in their spare time. They don't know uh, elections and budget law and all of these things that are required for the big cities are also required for the little ones. So those uh, that was my team. My team uh, included experts in all of the operations, and, and we would go around and, and support the local governments. Really rewarding work. Loved every community I worked with. And there's nothing like actually running your own community and being a part of a, a community itself. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm really excited. So why – you've your career really has been public service, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, why is it? Because you mm-hmm. could have gone the private route, right? When, when you're talking about, you know, Butte and you want to sure. – you could have gone into private industry. Sure. Why government? Like, was that always a part of it or did, did that just sort of happen? No, I think it's a it's – a, my family and the way I was raised is public service. You know, my parents were in the military. My grandfather was in uh, mining, of course, there, uh, Union family, the, they're in Butte. So there's a long tradition of service to your community and speaking up and uh, being being supportive where you can be. So yeah. that's that's where it comes from. I, I don't know. Um, you know, you don't go into government to make a to, – to be a millionaire. That's not why you go into government. You do, you do the work because mm-hmm. it's – for another benefit, and that's yeah. for the community. So finally made it back to Montana. I mean, was it sort of an active search, or was it just kind of lucky happenstance that you saw the job come open? Right. So, you know, in, with COVID in Colorado, it was super, super um, inundating. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. We couldn't travel. I was trying to help local governments from my basement, you know, <laughs> hours late into the evening and in early mornings and uh, trying to navigate it. COVID's really starting up here. It's been been pretty bad in Colorado for a while. Um, when I had a break, I, I went out and looked around and, and started thinking, is this really, do I really want to be in the, my basement for the next right. six months right. of the year doing this when I could be doing something different? And uh, Helena's, the 
advertisements for the position had the kind of expectations of the person that understood state government because it is the state capital. It is a little bit of a different nuance in how mm-hmm. you have to look at the operations and what the influence might look like. And, you know, if you have the governor living in your community, you should have a different way of looking at it. It's just a, a, a layer that um, having worked at the state and worked with the governor's office there and working working with departments, you um, I have a level of comfort that might not might not have been there. Yeah, another person who in, in and, and you beat out another finalist from Colorado. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> As it turns out, yes. we, we've got uh, Helena's new city manager Rachel Harlow Shulk in this morning. A couple minutes before we have to take a break, and I guess I guess you know you you, you visited and now you've been here for a month. What are your sort of umbrella view of of Helena? What, what's the ten thousand foot view thoughts about Helena? Well, I. COVID is really um, slowing things down. It makes it difficult, as you were sharing when you opened, you know, we're, we're lighting the the fire tower tonight, mm-hmm. and it makes it very difficult for everyone who really likes community events and to be visiting each other to do that. Yeah. And so at, at the big, big picture level, that is going to be a, uh, quite a return. And I'm excited for that return once COVID's under control that we can return to community events. And yeah, when is that going to be? You're in I charge. When, I, when? I, I wish I had a crystal ball. I I really do. I I, I really do. But my hope is that um, we can all stay safe and uh, during this holiday season, wear masks. You know. Yeah. Socially distance. Um, I want to be with my family, but I know that I. I, I don't want them traveling. I don't want my parents to get sick. I don't want my aunts and uncles to get sick. So for me right now, it's really how can we take advantage of this time and step back and think about what we've been doing. And that's what COVID's allowed a lot of people to do is to take a step back, which is what I did mm-hmm. in originally coming here. Take a step back and think about what it is I want. And that's the same for this community. What is it that you want? And um, then when things open back up, we can really – Go for it. And that's exciting. Yeah. So that's the work we're doing right now. Helena City Manager Rachel Harlow Shulk with us on Coffee Break. We do have to take a break at some point. So we'll go ahead and do that now, but then we're going to come back and continue our conversation. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. We've got Helena City Manager Rachel Harlow-Shalk with us today. And uh, Rachel, certainly there's in any community there's things to work on so but we want to start with what you believe uh the city's doing right i mean you've had you got to come in you toured you talked with all the leaders now you've been in the position for a month Mm -hmm. um what do we have down in helena what are we what are we doing right where you can kind of go in on that checklist and go well that one's done wow there's actually quite a bit the uh the downtown is a, a fantastic asset and i really 
it's almost impossible to go somewhere and see trail systems behind a town where mm-hmm. you can go from one side of the community to another and then drop into your downtown. That is fantastic. That's unheard of, really. The uh, So that that's a, a fantastic amenity here, the the opportunity to enjoy the outdoors and then go right down into downtown. So that's that's awesome. That's that's wonderful. The care and passion for the community. I believe that the, all of the residents that I've met, I think they're doing that right. I believe in that that uh, involvement, such huge involvement, smart, smart community, because so many work for government here. They're, they know mm-hmm. what's expect, what what people should be doing. And so they're they're watching. And I think that's that's really great. Uh, I also believe the um, economic development ad- objectives that they've been working on here for a, uh, for a while are, are terrific. There's definitely work to be done once COVID lets us open up again, but uh, there's definitely an opportunity to to really launch some great work. And our infrastructure system, uh, the team itself is fantastic, and our infrastructure system will be working on um, some of that integration across departments. I think that's one of the nicest part of this team is that many of them have been here a while mm-hmm. and uh so they bring some some resources some key positions were were vacant right and we're filling those but uh there's quite a few staff there's good tenure within the team yeah so what about the other side of that coin i mean there, there are things that need work and, and you touched on it i mean there, there were a lot of vacancies sure. in, in the city yeah. government and 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 some had been there for a while and then Within the last, I don't, you know, grabbing a number, you know, six months, we'd lost a lot of department heads that had been those people that had been there a long time. Yeah. Um, what's being done there, and what what needs to be done there? That's twice. That's two. <laughs> that's two dozen donuts, wow. isn't it? <laughs> what do I think needs to be done there? So, being a Gen Xer, I guess the uh, long, early, early in my career, I had heard that one there would be this mass exodus at some point of the baby boomers because they're all going to retire at the same time. And we would be worried about finding the next people to enter into those positions. So I think, and I believe some of that is sort of the baby Mm -hmm. boomer retirement. And then the second part is, you know, timing of people's lives and what was happening here. So what's been great is there are members of the community who were part of the um, Helena team that did retire who stepped up and said, hey, if you have questions, call me. Uh, So that's been nice. The uh, like I shared before, the tenure within the team is is there, and there's a, a strong team within within the city staff, which is really terrific. So, uh, as far as finding and that social social capital, I think is how I've I've put it is is really what I've been working on. In between the city itself and the community, when you have a large, you know, re- loss of, of mm-hmm. leadership like that, you lose that social capital, and social capital is often what builds big projects and how community is grown. Um, so I've spent the majority of my time this first month meeting people, making sure I connect with those individuals who have either influence as partners or uh, developers or as um, business owners or just residents, um, because those are the people that help make Helena yeah. what, what it can be. Rachel Harlow Schalk is with us this morning. She's uh, Helena City Manager and uh, our donut supplier, apparently. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I know something that <laughs> you talked about in your when, when you were interviewing here was, uh, was enterprise funds. That was something that was discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you have experience in. Mm-hmm. 
what is Helena's situation there? Because that's certainly, it feels like something we need to maybe work on as well. Enterprise funds. So, yes. So uh, in Colorado, we were advising local governments pretty routinely on how to handle enterprise funds. Often uh, enterprise funds typically are those funds that are service demand specific. So water service, everybody needs their water, their drinking water. So service, you're paying for that service. That's a that's a tried and true enterprise. And it's really, um, really tight. Um, same with wastewater. Everyone will be required to use that service. So everyone pays that fee. The enterprise funds that are the more volatile ones are those that are service-based. So uh, those could be recreation centers, like I shared Golf in my interview. Golf course right, civic those, center. Those yeah. are um, activities that are based on demand. And those are difficult to be enterprises because two things. Local government typically handles work that others do not want to do. So it's not really exciting work and you don't make a lot of money managing wastewater, right? But uh, they also uh, do the, they step in on activities that a community believes in and wants to handle and contain, but also can't always cover itself. So oftentimes I have experience in the past where golf courses and, and municipalities that I was working with had had a very difficult time being enterprise funds, but that's not uncommon because it is service-based, not demand. It's a different type of activity yeah. compared to wastewater. So there, if you can imagine, you're talking about two different kinds of activities being the same kind of fund. It, it really isn't. So the idea of using general fund is that you might common. not want to, but it's not uncommon. Right. And Especially if a local government believes in that that kind of community asset is super, is very important then it's really common. Right. So what about that general fund? I mean, just in general, I mean, we had sure. recently a, a, a fairly significant budgeting issue that looked like it kind of came from how we talked about, you know, some vacancies. There weren't the right people in the right positions and somebody thought that something happened and it didn't. And and then we ended up going, well, now we have to redo the budget and figure out how we make it through the next year. It's an what? interesting, it's interesting how that played out. The It's 18 million worth of debt that had been expected to burden the fund. So, mm -hmm. And across the depart uh, across the budget, so I don't know that that's bad. I suppose it's taking a step like three, four back, maybe we didn't need that eighteen million in debt. I don't know. I have time to to work with the team. What they did was re uh, shuffle priorities really and try to accommodate what they had. Right. And so we have to start back at okay. What are the priorities? You'll hear in the next in the coming weeks that the commission will be setting a strategic plan. The strategic plan should set the direction and should uh, align with the budget should align with that strategic plan. We don't have one right now. So any activities where we're taking on debt burden should align with a strategic plan. So I, I'm not so sure that it was a bad thing that that 18 million hadn't yeah. been inconvenient, uh, but maybe not bad. Right. Yeah. Right. Only because there's a, a, there's a gap with priority. It's not clear. And with a strategic plan, you actually know what, what the priority is. And, right. and the team has some sort of reassurance that they're actually hitting something that the commission So that wants. is coming then. Yes, I, I don't is. want you to spoil the uh, the unveiling. There is no unveiling yeah. yet. The, the <laughs> unveiling is they have to do the work and it'll all be public. Yeah. It has to be. It has to include the citizens have to have an opportunity to provide input. They, The commission have to spend the time. 
It'll take a little while. So uh, it's not as though it's been happening behind closed doors because it hasn't. We're going to be starting that work in the coming weeks. Yeah. So what uh, – and we've got uh, Helena City Manager Rachel Harlow-Schalk on their show today. We've got about uh, – looks like about six minutes left um, in our conversation with her. And it, you mentioned – downtown and there have been yeah. some some uh, fairly recent projects downtown um you know big and small do you see any more or are you looking at that going if we only fill in the blank this would be perfect i mean are there projects that you think we could do downtown that uh, would improve the area uh, the business owners uh, the downtown helena group um chamber small business owners are all dedicated to bringing the community into into town, and they're very passionate about about that part of uh, of Helena. So, if I could wave a magic wand, almost mm-hmm. is what you're asking yeah. me. Yeah, I would. Um, I would complete the downtown plan. The downtown plan is is almost completely implemented. If you look at our plan, it had um, they're almost block sections. Each of the block sections has been put together, but they're not continuous. So I would like to see that completed because then it's not block type activity. It is a full uh, downtown. Yeah. I I know one thing that's been an issue in terms of city manager was just, I guess maybe the word is accessibility and, and the idea of bringing the community in you know ultimately it's the leaders that we've that are in those positions that have to make those decisions but i think there's there's been a sense of yeah but we weren't even part of the conversation is there some thought to that of um you know bringing the community in a little bit more being as you said be, being open or and maybe that speaks to just general management style i yeah um so I went into hazardous waste management, and at the time, it was because of uh, the Community Right to Know Act. The Community Right to Know Act is really important to um, environmental um, work when you're doing cleanup, and uh, that is really the place that I come from in my management style. I believe the community has a right to know what's what we're doing and why we're doing it, and and as part of that, our commission needs to hear from the team and our staff the kind of information that will help them make good decisions. So it is definitely my style to uh, be as open as possible about what what we're doing when when within confines like i can't share personnel information i can't say you know those are kinds of things that i won't be able to share but there's um i'm completely accessible because there isn't this is work for the community it's not um something that uh, is separate from the community yeah Rachel Harlow Shulk is our guest on Coffee Break this morning, and uh, one that I a question that I like to ask: What is your definition of success? And, and maybe in terms of as city manager, I mean, what what is success for you in this position? Sure, it's probably another five, ten, fifteen years down the road of of seeing the um, implementation of the commission's strategic plan that is informed by the citizens, and the citizens know what we're doing and why we're working on projects. I can go to a coffee shop and they know what the activity is across the street that's happening because they're aware of what it is. So that lo- that's what success looks like for me is the community knows what's going on and is supportive of the work that's that's being done. Can't make everybody happy, mm-hmm. know that, but at least they know, they understand why. That That's what success looks like for, like for me. Yeah, I like that answer, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> 
Rachel Harlow Schulk is with us on Coffee Break. We've got about uh, about a minute and a half left with her, and and I guess um, you mentioned the uh, the city commission. There there is that strategic plan coming, um, but just maybe a big picture. What does the future hold for Helena? What are we looking at? Obviously, it's- with COVID, we kind of. There's a there's an asterisk there. Sure, you know it is really up to the citizens to decide what they want it to look like. I think what's a, a balance between this this preservation of what makes Helena Helena, which is that uh, historic um, nature and and also accessible. Even the, the state capitol itself as a building is it's open. Mm-hmm. It's it. You don't feel as though you are limited. Um, I think that balance of growing smartly, if we could, is the most difficult part because you, I, I in particular, don't want to lose that accessibility that makes it so uh, welcoming to be in Helena. So if we can be thoughtful about how we're uh, improving our community and at the same time protecting what we believe in, which is that access and and comfort of of being a community member, I, I think that that would be um, an ultimate outcome for Helena. As a now, what does that look like? I can't physically see that, in, you yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, I can feel that. I, I think anybody who enjoys being here and knows what that feels like, they they like the opportunity of of being able to meet their neighbors and not be afraid of going into buildings and right. so forth. It's the uh, I know it when I see it uh, yeah. definition. Yeah. Yeah, but you can feel it. You know it because you feel it. Yeah. Rachel Harlow Schulke has been our guest on Coffee Break today. She is uh, at least we, we've decided two months is the cutoff. So okay. for another month, <laughs> she's uh, the new city manager of Helena. Thanks so much for coming in and, and chatting Happy. with us today and being open, willing to kind of sure. get peppered with some questions there. I'll bring you some donuts. For you two dozen. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you. We'll, we'll have you back uh, okay. anytime. If, if people want to um, get a hold of you yep. can, can they do that absolutely uh, my email's on the web then call me i hit my phone this is the phone yeah her phone's always on <laughs> yeah so uh yeah helena city manager rachel harlow shulk thanks for coming in today i appreciate it um but that is uh that's all the time we've got once again remember so that uh the the fire tower lighting tonight at six o'clock so turn your eyes downtown you don't want to miss that we'll see you back here tomorrow i'm troy shockley and that's it for coffee break today Be sure to check us out on iTunes, head on over, give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.